the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy Monday. Oh, my. Yeah. It's not just any Monday. I'm actually back, babies. I didn't take a week off from the show, but I did take a week off from being in the studio, streaming live on Facebook, like I love to do. Uh, at the Right now, we are streaming live at the Answer San Diego Facebook page. I think my man's already also shared it to our favorite private little conservative group on Facebook called Kaniacs, K-A-Y-E-N-I-A-C-S. And it's a good thing we've got that private group because Facebook has been shutting down many events and Facebook posts that have to do with protests and rallies to reopen America across the country. They can't shut us down because we're a private group. I mean, I guess they could. If they were, you know, doing some surveillance of private groups right now. We're flying under the cover on the uh, Kaniacs group. So if you want to be a part of our group, the coolest people on the planet in Facebook, go to groups, search K-A-Y-E-N-I-A-C-S and come join us there uh, every day. And also follow me on Twitter at Andrea K Show. I'm on Instagram at Andrea K Show. And please do feel free to call in the show tonight. We had rallies all over this country yesterday, and our San Diego rally actually made national news. And so joining me a little bit later in the show is my friend Paula Witzel, who is a well-known San Diego conservative uh, Republican leader. She leads a couple of really influential and important groups here in San Diego, and she's just well-connected, and she's a great conservative. And she was at the rally on Saturday, wrote an article about it in San Diego News, and she's going to join me a little bit later in the show after our first break for the first time on the Andrea K. Show, we will have Congressman, Arizona Congressman Andy Biggs, who's going to be here. He was one of the first Congress people to start pushing that we needed to reopen America now. He has been recently appointed to President Trump's task force on reopening America. And so he will join us at around 617. So uh, you definitely want to stay tuned for that. And I want to know from you guys, as protests were happening all across the country this weekend, I put the question out there to you guys. I said, what impact do you think these protests will have? I got a lot of interesting responses. Clearly, these protests have had an impact. I'm going to tell you the impact it had on the epicenter of the United States with uh, New York City and Cuomo in a moment. But first, got to bring in the man. He kept it rolling. He kept the show going while I was at remote last week. And it's good to be back in the studio with him, even if we're in separate rooms, forced to, to distance ourselves. It's DJ Carrot Sticks. <laughs> DJ Carrotstick, can you dig it? Boy, you should have known by now. Carrotstick does it. Hey, the, the crowd, the Kaniacs are going crazy out there for me. <laughs> I, I, is that what we're going to have to do forever? Have fake crowd noise for any sporting events? We've got the NFL draft this week is virtual. Um, you know, I, I heard uh, from somebody here at the station earlier that Formula One has done their racing season virtual. They turned it into some kind of game. Uh, Gavin Newsom today at his daily press conference, uh, he, he didn't discuss anything about reopening. Just completely ignored the protest that happened all over the state today. In fact, Operation Gridlock in Sacramento was today. And all he talked about today via his wife, first partner as he called her, was um, how they're going to solve the problem of, um, I can't even remember the dopey 
liberal terminology for it, that uh, the kids are out of school, so we've got to solve the un- unjust way in which they're um, – he had some term for the fact that, that I guess – I guess the assumption is is that people of color have never heard of the internet, don't have any means to be connected, and so now that's basically they're going to solve that problem. No mention of reopening America. So anyway, is that what we're is that what, are we ever going to reopen California carrot sticks? I don't know. It'll probably be a while from now. Well, I tell you, I think these protests are absolutely having an, an effect because they're. It, you know that they're having an effect when they are, at least, you know, Gavin Newsom tried to ignore it in his press conference today. But locally in San Diego, they're not ignoring it. They're having to talk about it. They're having to talk about it all around the country. They're having to defend themselves. Anytime, what's the old political conventional wisdom? Anytime a politician is having to defend himself, he's lost the argument already. You never want to be in the mode of defending yourself. And, of course, they're having to defend themselves because the American people, as they've been shot, shut down inside their homes, not able to go get a haircut, not able able to you know go to church not yeah i see you uh basically uh, their their businesses have been shuttered they still haven't most people still haven't gotten any benefit whatsoever financially a check or otherwise from the cares act or in the stimulus check or unemployment or any of that they remember what they were told that these shutdowns were supposed to be initially for 15 days it was supposed to be to flatten the curve flatten the curve not Stop the spread, not make sure nobody got it, not to uh, then provide Gavin Newsom a way to try to somehow solve the problem nobody ever knew existed of you know minority kids not having access to the internet. No, we were told fifteen days we got to we got to flatten the curve and then America can get back to business. And you know what? The American people, they want to get the culture remains of America. We are not about an entitlement society that wants to sit back and have dribs and drabs and crumbs thrown their way by the government who decided to just hijack their business and steal their business out from under them. No, the American people want to work. And so they took to the streets and protested. The reaction we've known from from the jump that what these these Democrats wanted to do was hijack this and exploit it for power. Here's what Cuomo said today. And the epicenter of the coronavirus supposedly is in New York City. That has been the epicenter of policy decisions because we couldn't re- – we had to shut down all of America because look at look at New York City. And if New York City has all these people, we got to stop it from spreading to the rest of the country. So New York City has been the epicenter of policy decisions, and that is going to drive in large parts uh, a lot of what happens in this country. Cuomo today, he responded to the protests. How did he respond? He literally had a PowerPoint presentation and said, you know, it's not about reopen. No, no, no. Y'all thinking about it wrong. This is a time since we're all shut in. Yeah, I know it's flattened. I know we've got cases on the decrease. Yeah, we've got hospitals that the government built for us that have gone empty. And yeah, those were fake images, you know, of, of bodies being buried in some, some location. He didn't say all that, but he says, you forget reopen. While we're all shut down, this is an opportunity to reflect. Yeah, we got to reflect. We got to reflect on what kind of society we want to have. How do we want housing to look like? How do we want our education to look like? How do we want businesses to look like? We need to reimagine our society while we're shut down. And that has to happen before we reopen. In case you had any illusions that the Democrat Party or that these shutdowns that President Trump was pressured to go along with, in case you had any illusion that this had anything to do with public health, 
that it had anything to do with a virus that was so weaponized that nobody could walk down the street without a mask, without it, without it transmitting to somebody and having them die on the spot. And in case you had any illusions that this had anything at all to do with anything but power, make no mistake, it should be it should be right in front of your face. In fact, AOC had to delete a tweet today because as the oil industry has completely imploded, costing and has been destroyed, industries, not just individual businesses, entire industries have been destroyed. She literally tweeted how happy she was to see that. We're talking about hundreds of thousands of of American jobs in the oil industry, and she literally tweeted out that she was happy. Love to see it, she says. Clyburn, after Americans lost their jobs and were laid off in droves and businesses shut down, and it came time for the Congress to come together and do some kind of action to your government shut down businesses, tanked the economy intentionally. Then when, then when they decided they were going to come to the rescue, what did Claiborne say? Congressman Claiborne out of South Carolina. Now's the time for us to impose our vision. Gavin Newsom, he was asked, is this an opportunity for you to impose, to get your progressive agenda across? Absolutely, he said. We're going to speak to Congressman Andy Biggs when we come back from the break because he's working with President Trump on the task force. He's been very vocal. They've got hospitals shut, shutting down and furloughing people over in Arizona. Their curve, it's, it's, they're like in California. We, we, there was no curve to be flat, and what we've done is flatten the economy. And, and, and I want to ask him the question on, on what we can do and what the task force is going to do to, for the citizens if you're dealing with these governors that don't care about anything but maintaining their power to the destruction of its citizens and our economy. So stay tuned. We've got Congressman Andy Biggs coming back. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. Business owners, your friends here at The Answer San Diego know how hard it is for business owners like you to find the time and the budget to promote your business to all of San Diego County. Well, we have a solution. The Answer San Diego is giving away to one local business owner a grand prize of a $2,500 advertising schedule right here on The Answer San Diego. What would you say in your very own custom radio commercial? Here's your chance. Just go to TheAnswerSanDiego.com for contest rules. Hi, this is Dennis Prager. Take it from me, if you're planning to sell your home, it makes sense to work with the best. While most agents make big promises, Jim Bottrell with Ardent Real Estate Services will guarantee to sell your home at a price agreeable to you, or Jim Bottrell will buy it. Guaranteed in writing. Jim, welcome back. How are you able to make such a bold offer? Thanks, Dennis. My offer and answer is simple. I'm able to guarantee your home sold at a price agreeable to you because I already have the buyers. In fact, in my proprietary database of buyers, I have thousands of ready-to-act buyers looking to buy today. As a result, I create higher demand, competitive prices, and many times multiple offers. I have a proven track record of helping sellers net nearly 5.1% more money and selling their homes in one-third less time than the average agent. 
Think about it. Your home may already be sold. Thanks again, Jim. Friends, here's the number to call, 800-498-SOLD. That's 800-498-SOLD. Or visit JimHasTheBuyers.com. JimHasTheBuyers.com. Are you tired of all the garbage that Hollywood puts out? Why not redeem the time you're spending at home with your family and watch something that affirms our American values? For a limited time, you can purchase No Safe Spaces, starring Dennis Prager and Adam Carolla. Go to nosafespaces.com to stream the number one political documentary of 2019. Free speech is under attack now more than ever. Politicians on the left are threatening to permanently shut down churches and synagogues. And we can't even open a debate about when we return to work. There is no more important time to watch No Safe Spaces, the movie that the hard left does not want you to see. Go to nosafespaces.com. Use the code SAVE25 to get 25% off your purchase. That's SAVE25. This offer is only available for a limited time. Send the message to Hollywood that you support movies that support your values. Go to nosafespaces.com today. Balance of Nature's fruit and veggie capsules contain 100% fine-ripened fruits and vegetables, tested pure with no pesticides, fillers, or additives of any kind, and are the most effective whole food supplements on the market today. Fruits and vegetables are on an average 85% water. Balance of Nature uses cold vacuum technology to remove the water, leaving only the whole food. Our cold vacuum technology maintains 99% of the fresh fruits and vegetables' original nutritional value. Don't wait to see what getting over 10 servings of whole fruits and vegetables every day can do for you. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Start your journey to better health today by calling 1-800-2468-751 or by going to balanceofnature.com. Again, that's balanceofnature.com. And make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code HEALTH. Streaming now at theanswersandiego.com and radio.com. Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Glad to have you guys here with me. We are streaming live on Facebook Live at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. We're also on the radio here at FM 96.1, AM 1170. And we're also on all the cool apps that all the kids are listening to these days from TuneIn to iHeart or whatever it is, as well as our station app, The Answer San Diego. So, And also, I get, I've been getting emails asking about podcasts as well. You can find the podcast to the show at the website, TheAnswerSanDiego.com. 888-344-1170. If you want to call in the show, have you been to a protest? If so, I want to hear from you. There was one that made a national news this weekend here in San Diego. My friend Paula Witzel will be here. She's going to share her perspective on it. Um, she's, uh, many of you know, Paula, she leads a couple of really influential, important Republican groups here in San Diego, just a great conservative voice. And I can't wait to hear her perspective because the times of San Diego says it was nothing but a bunch of old white people who are, are racist and too ignorant, uh, and not as intelligent as the people of color that decided to stay home and follow the stay at home orders. Yeah. If you can believe it here to join me now. Uh, these these reopening protests, wanting to reopen America, have happened all across the country. Uh, Arizona Congressman Andy Biggs was one of the first, if not the first, in Congress to start asking for and, and start declaring that we need to reopen reopen America now. And he joins me to discuss it. Hi, Congressman Biggs. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. 
Thank you, Andrea. And I'm happy to be with anyone who's the donut queen of anywhere, much less in San Diego. That's fantastic. Well, thank you. And you know what? I dig so much about what you're doing to reopen America that I'm, I'm even honored to have a Zony on the San Diego show tonight. <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> okay, so... Um, You know, as I watched Cuomo this morning, it's been clear for a while that the virus is real, but the attempt to hijack it, to hold Americans hostage while the Democrats amass more power for themselves, impose tyranny on citizens, condition them to accept tyranny and have their constitutional rights taken from them, create a dependency on them by destroying whole industries, Uh, it's, uh, it's beginning to look to me as though... A bigger, the bigger battle we're going to face in this country is is for citizens to get their power back from these power mad dictators called governors and mayors. I know that you just yeah, joined President for, President Trump's task force. Have you guys had discussions about that? Your thoughts? Well, we've had the discussions on the economic side, and the Freedom Caucus guys and myself are pushing for for stronger discussions on the on the constitutional rights side of it because. Uh, these things go hand in hand, as you know. Uh, when you start looking at authoritarians, uh, uh, they will take a crisis and they will use it to uh, irrigate power to themselves and diminish uh, and manipulate uh, the, the the populace. And that's what we see here: the uh, the people at the top, the the leadership of the Democrats and the left, they they're taking the situation and they're manipulating it uh, on through their base. And the reality is. It's emasculating the economy and also emasculating our, our constitutional rights. And the people are starting to wake up. They're starting to stand up. And we're seeing this. Uh, there were two in Phoenix yesterday and today. There were two uh, rallies to open this thing up. And we still can't get uh, some of our elected officials to, to wake up. Well, and, and I wonder how we're going to do that, because I Adam Housley, uh, formerly from Fox News, I don't know if he's with Fox anymore, had tweeted out, that there was a hospital in or, or multiple hospitals in Arizona that were about to furlough uh, workers because they, the hospital was empty. Palomar Hospital in San Diego, we furloughed or, or they laid off 220 employees. This, these shutdowns were billed to us as though we've got to keep the hospitals from becoming overwhelmed. Once we flatten the curve, we could all get back to business. And that that's just not happening. We're literally being held hostage. And then if, from the economic side, and they're using – um, they're using the they've preyed upon the the hearts and the minds of the American people, almost terrorize them to be to be so fearful that they're going along with it. And and I feel like I'm having a hard time explaining this because I don't want to demonize anybody that's been caught up with fear. But I don't think a lot of Americans who initially bought into these shutdowns really realized how long this could possibly go on, the extent of the economic damage, and how so many small businesses are never to return. The oil industry is crashing. And from an economic standpoint, you know, Stephen Moore had said, we can't go past May 1 much without it being a permanent economic disaster for us. And so um, all that being said, then if you could reopen America— would how would you go about doing it? Because like in Arizona, where you've got a hospital furloughing people because it's empty, same thing as here. Does it make sense to just say, okay, everybody go back to business, or do you think it should be done in phases? How how should it be done? Well, I'm not a big one on these phases necessarily. I, I get where the president's trying to go, but for me, the governors need to say, let's open up, yeah. and and uh, you need to really get back to these hospitals. The reason the hospitals are closing is because they don't have cash flow. 
but they don't have cash flow because they can't do any of these elective surgeries. The elective surgeries uh, are everything from uh, cancer treatments. Uh, we've had eye surgeries that have been postponed. The constituents that I talked to, uh, they need these these surgeries, uh, and they're said, "Oh no, that's elective, so you can't go in." We we have uh, I talked to FEMA last week in Arizona. We have 25% of our ventilators in use. 75% not in use. I've been trying to lobby more ventilators in, but it turns out it doesn't look like we're going to need them. We're seeing uh, a flattening here in Arizona, and we've lost, we've got beds open. So I would start with the hospitals. That's where I'd go. Say, and I would say, you guys make the choice. You're talented, smart administrators. We trust you to make the choice. You want to make sure you have PPP or PPP PPP. Yeah, PPE, the PPP and the PPE starting to rattle me. So, yeah, we want to make sure you've got the gear and the beds and you can take care of surgery if we get it. But we want to make sure that you can take care of Americans who aren't getting treatment and they're getting sick. And then I, I, I would also open up this very same day. I'd go fully open everything. But I would say, look, if you can go into a big box store or a grocery store, you can go to a restaurant to pick up food. And, and you're socially distanced and you're responsible the way we know Americans want to be. They don't want to spread this virus. Then open up every retail shop for Pete's sake. So open up the, uh, the the furniture stores, the the, the hobby stores, the curious, curio stores, the, mm-hmm. the, the makeup stores. They, they can open up. You can do this. That's yeah, what I would do. I, and I agree with you. We're talking to Congressman Andy Biggs about reopening America. Absolutely, because, because it doesn't make sense. And one of the reasons why people are starting to protest is one of my favorite quote, quotes is from the brilliant Judge Judy. If it doesn't make sense, it's not true. And it doesn't make sense that it's okay that you can congregate in Walmart, but you can't congregate in your church. It doesn't make sense that you, <laughs> right, that you can get, drive yeah. through the drive through at McDonald's, but you can't drive into a parking lot. In, in Mississippi, I think they threw some nails into just in the entrances of a parking lot in a church people couldn't even allow to sit in their cars i mean it's just not adding up and the numbers that were that were presented to justify these shutdowns uh, were obviously inflated it was never going to be two million people even those models themselves were based upon us never doing anything and the united states was never going to do nothing to stop the spread of this so then and then on top of it you've got a situation where we um suddenly these these rules and regulations, I'm not one who believes in the social distancing guidelines because nobody's been able to present to me any scientific study to justify that it has anything at all to do with stopping the spread of this or any other virus. And it's a means to control us. And if we can get rid of the social distancing, if we can stop people from buying in, that the, that the government has a right to tell us how far that we have to stay away from somebody, we've got to get rid of the social distancing guidelines so that we can get businesses reopened because that's how they're controlling us. That's how they're keeping hair salons closed because who can do my hair and do my my roots, if it, you know, without getting closer within six feet. How can you open up a restaurant and allow people inside? So to me, I think we almost need to have a discussion about our American culture and how we are not a culture that allows ourselves to be controlled and told how where, where we can go and when we can go. And oh, by the way, now that we've done all this, even if you believe all that, we've done it for long enough now. We got to get to some herd immunity and we got to get America reopened. Fauci says we can't flip a switch. I say we flip it and tell people you're too scared to go out, stay home. The rest of us are going to go about our lives, Congressman Biggs. I agree. 100% agree. I mean, look, uh, Mr. Fauci, Dr. Fauci recently said that we, we can never really uh, engage in handshakes again. Mm. We, 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 handshakes mm-hmm. are passe because uh, you'll, you'll make each other sick. Uh, you know, that's one point. The second point is this. Um, we know that freedom comes with risk. It does. 
Mm-hmm. If you want 100% security and live in a bubble, guess what? That has its own weird risks to it. But to, to be a free people, you have risks. And that means we don't, we don't spread stuff. We don't want to spread stuff. We don't want to do anything that, that causes somebody else harm. But you know what? We live our lives, and you live your life. I'm going to live my life. We're going to make choices. Choices come. Freedom comes with accountability. So that's, that's, that's uh, the second point I think that's, that's really important to, to remember. And then the, then the third point is this. Um, if we cede our rights to the government and our economy to the government now, because uh, we've been told and we see uh, uh, an outbreak of a serious disease, are we ever going to get those rights back? Once you've lost rights, I mean, this is what Reagan said. This is contrary to what Senator Booker said when he was on campaign, but President Reagan had it right. He said, freedom is not in your DNA. Freedom is, does not live in your DNA. And if you don't protect and preserve your freedom, it will be gone within a generation. And when it's gone, you'll be sitting there telling your grandchildren what it was like to live in America when it was free. That is the point. That is the crossroads we sit at today. We have got to face the fact Mm -hmm. that we have got to stand up and fight for our freedoms because if we don't do it, if the people of America don't do it, believe me, the people who want to govern and not govern, but to actually rule America, they will take away those rights. Well, they're in the process of doing it right now, and the American people want our rights back. We want to be able to go to church when we want, go to the beaches when we want, go to a restaurant. If you're too scared to go to a restaurant, just don't go to a restaurant. And, oh, it's, no. con- and it's concerning to me, Congressman Biggs, where I hear conservatives try to argue with me. I have been vilified because I never bought into the models from day one. I, I disagree with shutting it, it down for five minutes day one. We had only lost 50 Americans at the point in which we shut down, tanked the economy intentionally. And, you know, for, I'm hearing conservatives use the same arguments to shut down this economy. Shut people in their homes. Tell them how far they have to stay apart from people. They got to wear masks. They got to do this. Got to do that. That the government can come and take your business from you, which is like page ninety four out of the Communist Manifesto. And I'm hearing conservatives use the same talking points that the to justify this that the left uses for gun control. Oh well, if we can just save one life, we got to balance our rights versus no. We're the United States of American Congressman Biggs. We're the country that sends people that, that our greatest generation fought to enlist to go and risk their lives to protect the world from Nazism. We give lives for freedom. Now we're sacrificing freedoms under the guise of government protecting us from catching a virus, and that can't, the government can't even keep us from catching a virus. No, you're exactly right. I 100% agree with that. I mean, uh, that's my point, is, is you can't tell me that when things are, are difficult that, that we lose our rights, that you have to give up your rights. No, we have our rights. We also have choices that come with accountability. That's the thing you need to remember. And I'll just say one other thing. When you start looking at, at epidemics, um, uh, and, I, and I look back everything from the AIDS epidemic to H1N1, et cetera, to the annual flu epidemic we have. We have, a, we have an epidemic every year of the flu. You're not and allowed to talk about the flu, Congressman Biggs. That's, that's, that's the F word. Go on. Yeah, well, I know that. <laughs> but I mean, I, I, I've got to tell the truth. And between 30 and 40 million Americans get the flu every year, right? We hospitalize well over half a million people every year with the flu, and, we, and, and multiple tens of thousands die every year from the flu. And you know what we do? We've got vaccines, and we've got treatments, and we tell people, you know, be careful with your hygiene. You know what? But we don't ever shut down the economy, and we don't take away people's rights. No, and back, uh, I remember being a kid and, and people being freaked out because nobody had any idea how HIV was transmitted. And you know what? Nobody was locked down, and they certainly didn't demand that gay people be shuttered inside their homes to protect themselves or anybody else. 
Um, so right. the left has done a really good job of, of moving our culture and the minds of the American people to the left. Um, but I think a lot of Americans are waking up. And so um, I thank you for what you're doing to reopen America. Not enough Congress people are being as vocal as you are about it. And so hopefully uh, we can get you back as, as this uh, progresses, because I don't think this is going to be in, uh, over anytime soon. Thank you so much. Thanks, Andrew. All right. Now, y'all stay tuned because we got another hero conservative coming up after the break. We got my friend Paula Witzel, who was downtown at the rally this weekend. She was one of them ignorant white people, according to the Times of San Diego, who contacted the sheriff's department and said she should have been arrested or cited or given a citation. So we're going to talk to Paula when we come back. Don't go away. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Sell your home for top dollar quickly and smoothly. Call Julie Jules Real Estate. Julie has sold over 800 homes using proven marketing strategies and home staging to enhance your home's appeal, entice more buyers, and get you more money than other agents by far. Hi, I'm Julie Jules. I'd love to give you a free home staging consultation. Just give me a call at 619-992-7113. Call for your free home staging consultation. Moving out, moving up, or moving in, call Julie Jules, 619-992-7113. Balance of nature. Changing the world one life at a time. I've had a lot of really great days back-to-back, which has been a huge blessing. Even my doctor told me, uh, because they asked me to bring everything in that I take on a daily basis, he was very encouraged by seeing what I was taking, and he, he said he didn't care how many I had. You know, he said it's food. And the form that at the end was something that he was very, because uh, he's an avid learner, and he's always researching, and uh, he's, he's always excited to see new things. And he told me, this would be good. This will help you immensely with the nutrition that you need. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Start your journey to better health today by calling 1-800-2468-751 or by going to balanceofnature.com. And make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code HEALTH. It's easy and profitable to be kind to others when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Each day for 30 days, we'll post a new act of kindness that you can do for others. On May 2nd, you could win $5,000, and a deserving organization will also receive $5,000 in your name. You can make a difference in others' lives when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Enter the Kindness Challenge, and you'll have the opportunity to win $5,000 in cash for you and $5,000 to share your kindness with a deserving organization. Sponsored by Qualified Home Loans, saves you money and pays your loan costs. And Borderland Cybersecurity, protection against cyber thieves. Share your kindness with others. Go to TheAnswerSanDiego.com to enter. That's the answer, San Diego.com. This is Sebastian Gorka. If you are like me, you are sick of the stay-at-home orders that have restricted our movement, restricted our employment, and forced us to stay cooped up at home. I have a suggestion. Sign up now for a trip of a lifetime. It's not until December, so by then things will likely be back to normal. I am taking as many listeners as I can on the Stand with Israel trip and have my friend and entrepreneur, Mike Lindell of My Pillow, coming with us. 
And I know what will happen as soon as you sign up. You'll have something really special to look forward to. What better way to celebrate the lifting of these restrictions than to get out and see the Holy Land with me and Mike Lindahl. If something happens and you can't go, there's still plenty of time for you to cancel. But you won't want to. Join us for the December 2020 Stand with Israel Tour. Join Sebastian Gorka on the Stand with Israel Tour, December 2nd through 11th. Register today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Hi, this is Marty Schneider, host of The Word on Wealth Heard weekdays at 2 p.m. If you're looking for intelligent and conservative answers, you can find them right here on The Answer San Diego. If you live in North County, you can hear those answers on FM 96.1 and still on AM 1170 when in San Diego. That means you get Hewitt, Gallagher, Prager, Gorka, Elder, Kay, Horn, and me, Marty Schneider, on FM 96.1 in North County and AM 1170 in San Diego. We are The Answer San Diego. Let's beat Corona. We got this, San Diego. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. So glad to be back in the studio tonight with my buddy DJ Carrot Sticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also to be uh, streaming live on Facebook because I missed seeing you guys virtually seeing you guys hey i also missed uh, being at the protest the rally saturday i wasn't able to go i've got a new puppy i got a new man in my life gator and i just uh I, i'm trying to get him in the groove and of uh, the puppy training and i just i wasn't sure that he was up for me transporting him down there and dealing with the crowd um but you know what i got the next best thing i got small business owner and friend of mine paula witzel joining me now she was at the rally and it was this was a rally in San Diego that made national news. It was actually really well attended. But you know what? Don't you don't have to hear it from me. Paula Witzel is here. Hey, Paula, welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me. Oh well, thank you and all the other patriots <clears throat> who went down <clears throat> on a Saturday, went downtown, and um, tell everybody what the rally was like. Give us the flavor for what it, who was there and what the mood was on the ground. Well, actually, the mood was very, very positive. Uh, There were families, senior citizens, professional people. It was a mixture of all sorts of people. And the basic theme was, you know, we we have to get this economy back open because there's so much that um, is going by the wayside. And at some point, small businesses will not be able to come back. And people just want to get back to their lives. And we can do this in a responsible and safe way. And that's basically what everyone was saying. And so it was very patriotic, lots of flags, lots of honking of horns. Everybody was on the sidewalk, so there was no um, uh, unruly behavior. San Diego PD was actually about a block away, just sitting there quietly observing uh, the activity. It took up about a three-block area downtown in front of the uh, Hall of Justice, but everyone was very well-behaved, and, um, I mean, people had families down there. There were people with their kids and strollers and so it was very, very motivating to see that people are actually willing to come out and stand up for their rights. Yeah. And, you know, I I posted the question over the weekend, what effect would these protests have? Most of the people said it wouldn't have any effect. I don't I don't agree with that. As we're hearing uh, the governor of Georgia today announcing that by Friday, uh, bars, gyms, hair salons, et cetera, will be open. South Carolina's opened up beaches. We've got beaches that, that have been opened in, in Florida and across the country. I, I, when you've got Cuomo this morning, he did a PowerPoint presentation trying to respond. It, it's like that, you know, that old conventional wisdom of politics at any time a politician 
politician is defending himself, he's lost the argument. So it is putting pressure on them, and they're absolutely seeing it. And and one of the ways that you can know that it's got an effect is the backlash that you might get from it. And I don't know if you read the article in the, the Times of San Diego, but some Reverend Shane Smith called the San Diego police chief uh, this weekend, who wanted to, and he wanted to get the organizers cited after the fact. He wanted the police chief to co- to contact you know whoever the organizers were. I know that it was one person. I don't know if you were one of the organizers, um, but what they we do know who one of the organizers was a Naomi Israel, and you know this person wanted her uh, to be cited to be given a citation of a thousand dollars. I guess is what uh, San Diego has imposed for people who are who are not following. Uh, the the guidelines, I guess. Um, but even worse is this person went on to say that if black folks were demonstrating in downtown San Diego, don't you think the police presence would be different? Uh, what we saw was racial entitlement at its finest. But there was a mixture of all sorts of people down there. So you can't say it was one uh, type of people or another. There was everybody down there. And the basic theme was not uh, racial. It was economic mm-hmm. and we all are concerned and everybody there had their masks on and, and everybody was social distancing. So everybody's c- concerned and aware of how you can act safely. Mm-hmm. But the big concern is that at some point the, the economics don't work out and people's families will be suffering consequences from this where they cannot, that they cannot recuperate from or come back from. I mean, at some point businesses can only tread water so long, even with help from the government. And um, well, yeah, because the help from the government, the help that the government's giving out there, even these SBA loans, there was many people that weren't many small businesses that have been thousands of small businesses have been shut out, and we can't, you know, Trump and, and the administration can't get Congress to do anything without Nancy Pelosi getting whatever solar green energy pet project funded or some entertainment center funded to help out. And you know, these this like this reverend who decided to to race bait about it and say that it was a bunch of white people that were ignorant and you could see that the the people of color were the intelligent ones who stayed home. I mean, this kind of hate and vitriol tells me that that it struck a chord. Um, but it also shows the complete hypocrisy and the lack of compassion because does he not realize that in San Diego County, the large percentage of small businesses we have that are minority owned, that are owned by the Hispanic community, that have children that are going to go hungry now? Did he not see the lines at the food bank at the Del Mar Fair, Paula Witzel? I mean, the, these, the Democrats, you know, always pretend to care about the little guy and the disenfranchised, but that's who always gets hurt the most. And I'm concerned that right now that the biggest battle we've got in this country and in and in California and in New York is the battle is to get our rights back and to get our lives back and our businesses back from these dictators. And it seems like that battle is going to get more and more difficult the farther down this road we go because it's going to be harder and harder for businesses to come back. And, and you know, not just businesses, but just regular life. Um, you know, parents can't go to work even if the business opens because kids are not in school. So it just creates a whole series of problems that make it more and more difficult for us to come back from. So what do you think is the is the next step then? Because when you see the responses from Cuomo and Newsom, it's like they don't they don't care. AOC was tweeting out today. She was said, oh, I love to see it when she was and she retweeted some article that had to do with um, the the destruction of the oil industry, which represents hundreds of thousands of jobs, just like they love to destroy the coal industry. 
You know, it's like they're happy to have this destruction here. And, you know, and so, you know, they're not going to give up this power. They're not going to reopen it easily. So then what options do we have? Do we just get, get, expand the protest? What, what, what ideas do you have? Well, I, I don't see our governor uh, entering into any of the phases that were defined by the Trump administration. I just mm-hmm. don't see him doing that because everything he's been saying in the last couple of days after this plan was rolled out doesn't indicate that he's moving towards that anytime soon. So um, honestly, I think we just have to keep the pressure up because I don't think he's going to um, move in that direction until he feels pressure. I think so one, we have to keep the pressure up. Maybe one of the things that we can do is I just had Congressman Biggs on the show and you know what, maybe I didn't even think about it when I had him on, maybe we'll have him back. He's on Trump's economic Uh, council to reopen you know i think one of the things that they need to think about is you know these democrats they don't care how much they hurt their state's economy with this kind of stuff because especially think first of all it's part of their strategy second of all they're counting on the federal Mm -hmm. government to come in and rescue them right um so you know maybe one of the things that trump can say is you need to reopen but we've seen the numbers san diego you got palomar hospital out, you know, furloughing or laying off 220 employees because the place is empty. You've more than flattened the curve there. It's not a crisis area. You need to reopen or you're not going to get any federal dollars. Well, and the other problem is there's other consequences that we're not weighing. I have a friend whose husband needs a heart valve replacement, and that was he, he could die any any day. And he that was considered elective surgery. So he's sitting at home waiting. But, you know, so what happens if something happens to him in the meantime, Mm -hmm. because hospitals are not doing elective surgeries? There's a lot of people that are being neglected health care and things that they need. Right. Because the hospitals are being held open. But the other side of it, the hospitals are vacant. They're they're totally empty. And so, you know, health care workers are being sent home. Yeah. People are under the impression that oh, uh, non-essential surgeries are being canceled as though our hospitals are typically filled uh, top to bottom every day with nose jobs and breast augmentations. Uh, you know, we're talking about uh, joint replacements from people that are in agony and need a joint replacement um, because they're, you know, for, you know, not just in, in pain, but the, the impact on their lives from that. We're talking about my 83, my best friend's 83-year-old mother who had one, she was uh, supposed to have some stents put in her arteries, one, uh, but she had to wait a week between um, the two procedures to give her body a little bit of a break. She couldn't get go to the second round because the hospitals got shut down in Baton Rouge at that point and sat empty. And oh, by the way, her sister died in a nursing home over the weekend. My best friend's aunt had dementia, had been under hospice care. My best friend's family was notified that she was probably not going to make it three more days, but they wouldn't let anybody go and visit her. Aunt Novice, who I've known for decades, died alone. Now, the family was allowed to go in and collect her dead body and collect her belongings out of the room, but they couldn't go in when she was alive. I don't get that, Paula Witzel. I mean, this is just really sad. No one has any concept of what the unintended consequences are going to be, aside from the jobs, aside from the businesses. But there's a whole array of other consequences that society is going to feel Mm -hmm. as a result of all this that we really don't have any way of measuring it at this point. No, we don't. I mean, it's just beyond our, you know, beyond our concept of what that could be family things and 
I mean, it's just a whole array of uh, consequences that we don't have any concept yet. Well, I thank you for going down, going to the rally. Hopefully there'll be more. I know there was, a, you know, there was a, a, also a protest in Encinitas over the weekend. It's happening all over the state. And I think that the more the, the more this goes on, the more that will increase. And I think Newsom will have no choice but to start uh, relaxing. But we also need to put some pressure on Faulkner here and Nathan Fletcher as well, because the issues is is not even just about it was it wasn't Gavin Newsom who shut down our beaches. I believe that was Kevin Faulkner. So we- yeah, and the other thing is, I think one of the other things I see happening is people are already starting to talk about uh, bailing on California. Yeah, um, because neighboring states are not being as harsh, and so at some point it is already difficult to be here with all the taxes and everything else that we already know about California. Mm-hmm. But at some point the weather is not the breaking point, and people are just going to pick up stakes and go somewhere else. Well, yeah, I mean, you're, you, you know, I, I was telling somebody that earlier today. I said, you know, the beaches are what, and are one of the main reasons why people live here are beaches and the and the parks and being able to be outside and 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 if you can't do that, why would anybody live here? So there will be a mass exodus from this state. And when there's an economic collapse even further than this, then they're going to cry to the federal government and expect, expect the government to, to, to rescue it. And that's when the citizens around the country and the Trump administration needs to be strong and say no. Paula Witzel, thank you for being here. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Now, stay tuned. We come back. I got a, I got a good news story going on in California here. Some local dudes that decided to take a little bit of their freedoms back. Stay tuned. We're Andrew K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. Greetings, Answer San Diego listeners. It's Ed Martin here. You know, every day we get requests from our listeners to help them find local, like-minded businesses. That's why we created the Answer San Diego Business Directory. It's an all-in-one platform to connect our listeners to the right local businesses. The Answer San Diego Business Directory creates a win-win scenario for you, the listener, and our local, like-minded businesses. The idea is very simple. When we find businesses that we'd like to recommend, we'll add them to our directory. There's businesses from A to Z. So next time you're looking to connect with businesses that share your values visit the answer san diego business directory you can help grow our community too if you know a business that should be on our directory please have them list their business today at the answer it's our pleasure and joy to connect you with companies that share your values go to the answer click on the business directory link and start your search today that's the answer and just click on that directory link thanks for all you do for our community Hello, I'm Garth Blumenthal, Mercedes-Benz of Temecula. As an essential business, we are open to support you. For safety, we disinfect our facility and customer vehicles, practice social distancing, and offer complimentary pickup or delivery. We're open for service, roadside assistance, and will help replace your vehicle if you're in an accident. We also lease vehicles, accept lease returns, or buy back your vehicle. And our process can happen virtually to keep everyone safe. Remember, we are all in this together. Mercedes-Benz of Temecula, building relationships one guest at a time. 
The First Amendment and the very idea of free speech are under attack in America. Hey, it's Ed Martin of the Pro-America Report. And the number one political documentary of 2019, No Safe Spaces, is now available to watch at home at nosafespaces.com. This is a movie Hollywood doesn't want you to see, so you won't find it on any streaming service. It's just not out there. It's only available for this limited time at nosafespaces.com. No Safe Spaces stars our very own Dennis Prager and comedian and podcast king, Adam Carolla, and they reveal how America has become a dangerous place to speak your mind and share ideas. And these guys, they do it in an entertaining and a powerful way. It's no wonder why critics have called No Safe Spaces smart, vital, urgent, and one of the most important documentaries that you need to see today. Use offer code SAVE25, that's SAVE25, for a 25% discount. Support this film. It shares our American values. Visit nosafespaces.com today. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. Stocks opened lower, then spent the rest of the day pretty much running in place to end with the market down in three quarter percent. The Dow, two and a half percent. But April on Wall Street so far has been the very best month in 10 years. The short position is at a record level, so things could get even better on the slightest bit of good news that would create a short squeeze. Oil prices sharply lower. The May contract at a historic negative. 37.63 in a squeeze there, and even if we unlock the U.S. economy, demand improves. The surplus is now so big, it's going to take months to use up. Earnings season ramps up this week, IBM today, after the bell. Small earnings beat, small revenue miss, cloud revenues up 19%. Netflix tomorrow, airlines all week. Boeing resumes commercial aircraft production in Seattle. 27,000 people back at work. Bill Holland with The Answer on Wall Street. The Answer, San Diego. Streaming now on iHeart.com and Radio.com. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. DJ Carrot Sticks, I don't know if you saw the picture that I posted, the article on Facebook showing a skate park up in San Clemente, about 45 minutes uh, from North County, San Diego, where they dumped a bunch of sand in it to stop them from skating. Did you see that? I did see that, and I saw them reporting that over the weekend. And what I noticed was some two kids were out there with a push broom, and they did just enough to do uh, rail slides. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it was 37 tons of sand was dumped on the skate park. park. So then first some dirt bike riders came and then then rode around for a while. Okay, uh, maximizing an opportunity for themselves. So then, then some skaters came and dug up the sand and continued skating. So who would have thought that some uh, some uh, what are the, that, what's the term for skate boys? There was a movie that uh, that was made about Dogtown. Dogtown, yeah. There's there's a term for those dudes. Who who would have thought they'd be heroes? I'm digging this. You, you know, know what they should do is do like those colored sand sculptures right next to it. Sell them <laughs> ten bucks each. You know, get some dye, put it on the sand. You you know what this? I think what's going to have to happen is I think that Americans going to have to just go. You know what? Uh, how many, uh, you know, citizens we have in San Diego, 3 million. What happens if we all decide to go on the beach one day? What are they going to do? Come and give some of, you know, the police will say, it's going to get to the point to where the police are going to sit back and go, you know what? Uh, I don't blame the citizens. They've done enough. They sat back for two months now in their homes, going along with it. And you know what? We've only had 
every everybody who loses, and I shouldn't have to say this, just like I shouldn't have to say not every Muslim is a terrorist. I shouldn't have to say that every time somebody loses a loved one, it's tragic. Of course it is. Uh, but let me tell you, it's no more tragic when somebody loses a loved one to the flu than when they lose a loved one to COVID-19. In fact, half the time, most of the time now, because the hospitals are getting paid for it to be a COVID death, they're not even testing to see if it's somebody from COVID. But let's say that all 77 of San Diego deaths related to coronavirus were from coronavirus, 77 in two months now. We lose on average 2,000 San Diegans a month. And in two months, 77 people have died from COVID coronavirus related deaths. And we have tanked the San Diego economy. We are not allowing people to worship. We are not allowing people to, to um, go in and shop somewhere. We're not allowing business owners to, to uh, restaurants or, cl- I mean, you know, you know the story, you know, everything that's been shut down here in San Diego, over 77 people. And you're, and, and I still have conservatives that want to shame me for that. that want to justify it. And I know that there's some people out there that, that feel as though, because still the vast majority the, uh, of, of deaths, it's 60 and above with comorbidity. And I know that there's some people in those, those, those risk groups that feel like they're being shamed because, um, you know, it's not like the flu that kills all ages. It's primarily killing people that are elderly as well as people with comorbidity. And, they're, and, they're, and I know that there's a lot of seniors out there that are feeling kind of put out. Not a lot, but I've heard from some seniors that don't like the fact that it's just seniors because they feel like they're being shamed every time somebody points out the fact that this is the vast majority of people being hospitalized and ending up in ICU and passing away from this are the elderly with comorbidity. That When you point that out, it's not to make anybody feel bad. It's not meant to shame any particular part of the, of the community. It's about facts. And we ought to be able to discuss the facts about this because we've got an entire country that has been shut down and economically strangled and and destroyed and governors that don't want to give the country back to its citizens. We've got teenagers and families being and people being arrested out there in this country. And by the way, in New York, rounding it out, going back to Cuomo, we started the show by talking about his commie. Uh, response here. Did you guys know that in New York City, where the epicenter of this is, there's mosques that have people allowed to go and pray? Oh, they're following social distancing guidelines. Well, so could a church. So could a synagogue. Isn't that just so typical of the left to continue to provide accommodations to the, to the, to the Muslims at the Christians and Jews' expense? That's providing accommodations to them. If, if they can go and, and have prayer every day in the mosque, then how can you tell a, a, a church or a synagogue that they can't go and exercise their, their freedoms? And in fact, not only have they not been told that they're not allowed to do it, not only Mayor de Blasio threatened to shut down any church or synagogue that had any kind of service or had anybody come permanently. He said, not only will I give you a citation if you're a church or a synagogue, but I will shut you down permanently forever if I find out you had a service. Meanwhile, you can go to a mosque and pray. Y'all know this ain't about, uh, this ain't ultimately about a a public health crisis. This is about power for the Democrats. And I'm going to always push back against anybody trying to deny me my constitutional rights for their power. Because you know what? I'm an American. And I love you all. And I'll be back tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. 